We've all heard the term, walking the talk. Our next guest is truly doing that. On this edition of Motivational Monday, we welcome Deepak Saini, performance coach, board-certified health and wellness coach, and biohacker. Before we get to your words of motivation, Deepak, I'm hoping you can share your personal story on what led you to this interesting career of yours. Good morning to you. Good morning. Thank you for having me. I appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for being here. So this is, when I say walking the talk, I read on your website you're about. So for yourself, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, if you can explain your story, you had, had a pivotal moment in your life, and now you're using that to help others. Tell us about it. Yeah, absolutely. I suffered with health uh concerns my entire life morbidly obese as a teenager autoimmune condition as far back as I can remember but in 2014 I hurt my back so bad that I couldn't pick up my youngest daughter out of her crib so I couldn't golf anymore I couldn't run anymore but I couldn't pick up my daughter so I just put put all my motivation into trying to heal my back and putting lifestyle practices in uh, as well and that led to the last 60 of the 100 pounds I've lost my autoimmune condition going into remission uh, and you know, ultimately being able to pick up my children again. So that's what led me. And people started asking me what I was doing. And uh, that led me to change careers. Wow. Incredible. So let's talk about the fact that you, it sounds like you did not have a connection to the life that you're leading right now. So what led you, you know, as far as those changes in your life, fitness and health wise, did you read a lot? Did you talk to experts? How did you get to that point? No, great question. Uh, I was already into like running because I was trying to lose weight originally. So I lost probably the first 40 pounds by doing chronic cardio. So I was really into performance from a running point of view. When I hurt my back and I couldn't do anything anymore, I changed that focus to trying to learn how to heal my back. So I really dug into the research and, and the science there and it's never haven't looked back since. So and of course, yeah, I, you know, took some certifications and got training and follow some of the, the gurus in the industry for sure. All right. Within your title, when I introduced you, Deepak, uh, biohacker is one of the monikers that we attach to your name. How do you define a biohacker and, and what's that word all about? Uh, there's a lot of definitions on one of biohackers. The, the way I look at it is, you know, using, you know, ancient practices and cutting edge technologies to affect my biology the way I want to affect it. So that could be everything from fasting and meditation, things we've been doing for 10,000 years to uh, wearable devices I got on right now and a whole bunch of other crazy things. So it's not exactly computers per se, but it's methods to change your, your ways? Some people will use implants and all sorts of technology and crazy things. Absolutely. There's, it's a huge spectrum. Oh. Uh, for me, I, I take it more, again, ancient practices to get into the flow state or, or how, whatever state I want. And, yeah, let's layer in a little bit of technology and, and, and as well and some science. So I want to, before we get to your tips, uh, Deepak, and we're talking to Deepak Saini, performance coach, board certified health and wellness coach biohacker as well more online at deepak saini s-a-i-n-i health.com tell me how that felt for you because i've had a journey and i've dropped uh, about 50 pounds i'm now more like about 40 because i've started some weight training and people have come out of the woodwork and said what have you done to me it was interesting because i did not see the changes in myself it was people outside that saw these changes and that's when it underscored to me that i've made a difference how did it feel when the first person approached you to ask your methods this is a hilarious story so you know sometimes in life you get caught up behind you're not doing the laundry or kind of whatever life happens right so you reach this is a pivotal point for me i, I reach for the back of the closet because we hadn't done laundry on the weekend put on a pair of pants i was like i go to my wife i'm like i think i might have lost some weight these pants seem really big and she's like 
what are you an idiot? You can see it in your face. And that was that was the first time when I was like, oh, I have lost weight. Like, okay, so yeah, it's kind of kind of funny. Yeah, people people notice the weight loss first. They don't always necessarily see there are internal struggles and what we've overcome in that sense. But yeah, it's the external that people see first. You have uh, some tips for us. And uh, these are the tips that we're using. And uh, as I invited you onto the show, I said Motivational Monday, a chance to get people motivated today and beyond, whether it's that spark or reigniting that spark because they're on a journey and they've kind of faltered off the trail. Uh, Your first one is purpose slash why. Tell us about this. I think it's really important. Like, you know, even if you, I I feel, even if you're a rock star, your willpower, maybe you can hold for two years. Most people can't do two weeks. A lot of people can do, you know, three months, six months, you know, New Year's resolutions, et cetera. But when you tie it to your purpose, your, your I call it your why, your North Star, your guiding light, guiding light, whatever you want to call it. For me, it was I never want to go back to how I felt when I couldn't pick up my daughter, when I when I was injured. And so every decision I make now is with that in mind. So I, I really encourage people to, like, what is what do you really want? Is it to be able to play with your grandkids when you're older, to be able to, like dance at their wedding or whatever it is for you and really really think about that and really bring that to your heart and then that'll make all the decisions easier and be able to stick to whatever choices you decide to make okay still on that point Deepak what if I'm having trouble finding my why is that a struggle for some folks uh, absolutely. That is definitely a struggle. And that's why <clears throat> first thing I work on with people when I, you know, even our intake kind of conversation is like, what, is, what do you want? What do you want to do? And, you know, what is that purpose? And sometimes you got to pull on the strings a little bit and get that out, out from people. People have it. Sometimes they just, life is going by, we're going through the mundane and you got to just get really what's deep in their heart and in their head too. All right. Uh, this one is breathe properly. I breathe every day. Deepak, to be honest with you, uh, breathe properly and take breaks. What do you mean by that? I, I could tell. I could see your breathing right now, actually. So I, I, every day. Yeah, um, most people breathe uh, very shallow and from the chest, and I would suggest people to learn to breathe really deep from uh, from their diaphragm. That being said, also a lot of people are mouth breathers, and we're, you know, we're humans are meant to breathe through their nose and talk and eat from their mouth. So just practice breathing through your nose. But what I really want to say with you know taking deep. Uh, uh, taking deep breaths is, you know, somebody cuts you off in traffic, your boss drops a report on your desk at four o'clock on a Friday, the kids come and I broke something, mummy, or whatever the case may be, is just take a couple slow, deep breaths, like count of four in through your nose, hold for four, exhale for six, do that two or three times. That takes like 20 seconds. Do that four times a day. I think you have a minute. I think you have two minutes in your day spread out to take some deep breaths, Reset yourself, bring your blood pressure down, bring your heart rate down, bring your cortisol levels down. And just reset yourself so you can respond how you want to respond. It's, is this something, I, I've seen I, I've seen some apps that indicate uh, breathing apps to a certain extent. I've never delved into them. Is it tough to, to get this down because it's breathing should be uh, an, an unconscious thing, but to be conscious and deliberate, can we learn it and get better at it? Absolutely. There's a lot of apps, there's a lot of meditation apps, breathing apps. It's very simple. You know, I would say if people just practice, if you're going for a walk, walking your dog, just practice keeping your mouth, like really th- concentrate on having your mouth closed and breathing through your nose. See, and this, uh, I broke my nose as a teen, so I have a hard time, and I'm just not lining up for a nose job anytime soon. So, <laughs> I have <laughs> that, that breathing issue. You, you know, one thing I get a lot of time is like, "Oh, I get I'm I'm stuffed up, and I can't do this and that." I was like, "Your body is always in survival mode. It will not let you die. So if you, I like I when I go to sleep, I mouth tape. I close. I tape my mouth so I'm forced to breathe through my nose. 
your body will clear its no clear the nose up right away. It it wants to breathe. It wants to survive. It will clear the nose up. So if you're feeling a little stuffed up, good tip right there. Give it up. All right, for sure. Let's talk about number three, which is habit stacking. What is habit stacking? So a lot of people, you know, have trouble like I can't do this, I can't do that. You know, I don't have the time. And and where I'm really saying is like figure out the one thing you want to do, you want to change, and then add it to something you're already doing. So I'll give you a perfect example. You know, a lot of people i work with a lot of people that are you know in their 40s 50s 60s and 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 beyond so you know like balance is very important as we age so what if you just practice standing on one leg for one minute while you brush your teeth you're already brushing your teeth or at least i hope you are you know so and then just doing that so there's one little habit that you can stack on top of something you're already doing and the the, 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 you know that's countless examples that one one can do again properly breathing while you take a walk with your walking your dog breathe through your nose whatever the case may be it's like multitasking but on light because you're not asking somebody to change the world absolutely absolutely not yeah that's a good way to put it okay you had a, a life-changing event i believe you said back in 2014 correct that led you to a lot of uh, changes personally uh, before we get to your next point which is one of your motivational points your career before what were you doing before you started deepak saini health and uh, how hard was it to leave a quote-unquote real job to take this leap yeah, I was. Uh, I'm a CPA by by first profession, so I worked in oil and gas here in, in Calgary, and uh, it, it was it was challenging. Uh, mind you, if people remember the cycles, 2014 was a bit of a down year, so uh, it was down market. Uh, the company was, I was at at the time was struggling; it was no longer fulfilling. And once I started to make impact in other people's lives, I just realized uh, this is just what I need to do. I'm just I'm not I'm meant to do other things. I'm meant to do bigger things. I'm not meant to do this anymore. So it, it was challenging. It's, it's tough. Uh, building a new business as any entrepreneur will know and and leaving you know oil and gas money behind but uh i I knew i needed to do it did some family and friends say you you might be making a mistake here deepak they still are really yeah years like almost a decade later yeah wow incredible so what is uh before we get to number four again i'm I'm going off track here but what do you do at deepak saini health yeah so i my niche now, and it's evolved over time as I've evolved, is to help really people reverse the effects of aging. So I work on, again, motivation, nutrition, movement, environmental factors. And again, for those who are up for it, we do you know biohacking and advanced scientific uh, type of things uh, as well. So f- full gamut, I really just meet people where they're at and what they need. All right, let's talk about your uh, point, uh, move more. When you say, you know, get people on the right path, uh, how important is moving? And what do you, what's under that umbrella? Yeah, so when I say moving, you know, that means everything from just walking to cardio to strength training to balance to uh, actually recovery as well, which is a lot of people don't do. When I say move more, a lot of people will, you know, they'll go to the gym, they'll crush a spin workout and whatever, and then they'll sit for like 10 hours a day. Like, you know, we're, humans were meant to move, we're meant to walk. So just to break it up and do little little bits of movement throughout the day, multiple times a day. So again, walking your dog, you're at work, take the long way around to the bathroom, park a little bit further away. All these little things that just take 30 seconds, a minute here and there throughout the course of the day adds up to, you know, thousands of extra steps and, and more time moving. That's That's really what I mean, just move more. I was going to ask you that because I uh, had a Fitbit before. Now I'm a Garmin guy just because my Fitbit broke. So I switched to Garmin. And I know that we've had experts on the show before, Deepak, who say, you know, that 10,000 steps was just kind of a marketing gimmick uh, by a Japanese company uh, back in the day, 10,000. I 
am addicted to that, I get at least 10,000. Sometimes my average is about 12,000 steps a day. That's pretty good. Is it is it fooey or is that benefiting me? And uh, can we measure how much getting over 10,000 steps a day uh, matters? You're absolutely right. That was a marketing gimmick. Uh, I find 10, 12,000, again, is, is a nice set point. Again, the point being those not all in one shot. You didn't get 10,000 all in an hour or, or you know, 90 minutes, whatever. You got to spread it out throughout the day. Our bodies need to move constantly throughout the day. And even if that just means, you know, every hour setting a timer at your computer or on your phone and just getting up and do a little bit of stretching or walk around the block or around the office or whatever the case may be just we need to move the movement piece uh, and another thing we talk about a lot is that combination of which which comes first and which is paramount the exercise of the diet can we draw like a percentage point is it 80 20 or 20 80 if someone it depends what someone's goals are obviously but if someone's goals was weight loss i would say 80 percent diet 20 percent 80 percent diet 10 percent movement and 10 percent sleep and other things Wow, that sleep part. In the case of what we do here on you know, Mornings with Sue and Andy on our radio, it's tough. So there are a lot of people out there who work shift work. Can we catch up on our sleep ever? Or do naps count within the whole, I guess you'd say, chest of amount of hours of sleep you have in a day? That's a great question. I don't know if we have time in this segment to, <laughs> to delve into that. Uh, sleep is important and definitely, you know, for people who do work with shift work, and I, I've had clients like that, it's more challenging, obviously, but you need to get it in when you, when you can and whether it be naps or whatever. But, you know, sleep hygiene, it's more important the time you are sleeping that you're getting quality sleep. Not the time you're in bed, but the time of quality sleep. And then sometimes a tracker, I'm wearing the Aura Ring, you have a Garmin, you know, can help us, so you know, uh, figure that out. Well, and we talk about, you know, over the years, uh, you mentioned when I mentioned sleep, you know, we don't have that kind of time on the show. The fads, whether it's Atkins, paleo, um, the keto, uh, the fasting is huge these days. Blue Zones is one of the documentaries that's on Netflix talking about how to live to be 100 years old. Are there any bits of worth that you see in what you do for some of these trends? Like, can you take bits and pieces from all of them? Or does a trend have an impact if it gets you started? Uh, what are your thoughts on some of these trends? I think a trend, and, and some of these are pretty, you know, we're calling them trendy now, but they've just come back around. They've been around for a long time. I think anything that's going to get you started in the right direction is beneficial. The way I approach it with my clients is where they're at. You know, and what, you know, there's a lot of factors that go into you know, nutrition, you know, epigenetics, genetics, you know, uh, activity levels, lifestyle, gender, et cetera. Me and my wife, we don't eat exactly the same. We have different yeah. different ethnicities and everything. So, you know, meet people where they're at and summer is a good starting point and then you need to be able to adjust. Incredible. We covered a lot of ground, Deepak. Thanks so much for your time. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Going to direct people to DeepakSaniHealth.com, Deepak, S-A-I-N-I, health. Deepak Sadie, performance coach, board certified health and wellness coach, and biohacker. Thank you so much. Thank you.